Thank you for joining What's Next Podcast for Women. Did you get some gold nuggets from today's show? If you would like to talk to me more about your what's next, send me an email at what's next podcast, the number four at gmail.com. In the subject line, type schedule me. I will then send you a link to my calendar. If you like today's show, please leave a comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Blog Talk Radio. Until next week, take care and be intentional. Well, hello, everybody. Hello, and welcome to another edition of What's Not What's Next Podcast for Women. You guys know what we do every Wednesday, right? We come on here and we do some celebrating of your wins. So if anybody who is watching this, please drop us in the feed below or above. I'm not sure where I'm at. Um, in the feed below, tell us what your win is. You know, the win I always talk about. The wins, may it be big, may it be small, or guess what? You may not even have gotten a win or your goal for this week, but you were intentional and you missed it. That's still a win because being intentional of what you want and where you want to go to is so important. It's so essential. So I would love to celebrate you all that has dropped your win for this week. Um, also, you'll hear about our win. I love celebrating, as you all know. I don't have my evening beverage today, but I definitely will be putting it out there. So I would love to hear what your evening beverage is. But before I go in, I, as you all know, I always bring an amazing thought, thought leader, a powerful woman, powerful heavy hitter to us. So you know that not only am I out here going after my what's next, I have other women around me that is out here doing it and rocking it with with ease, but not with ease. So you'll get to hear our amazing guests on here. But before I go any further, I want to let everybody know, welcome to What's Next Podcast. The podcast that I'm in here and out here, empowering and inspiring women to go after the what's next by conquering the what ifs and the I can'ts. And now everybody's like, well, why do you do that? Because reason being is we as women are sitting, there's so many women sitting in the corporate world at the corporate desk. And I, I'm one, I'm still there, that are always talking about what if. What if I had money? What if I could do it with ease and have no problem? What if I had support? What if I even had the half of the confidence of the next person? It's just so many what ifs, what ifs, what ifs. And the what ifs kicks out and eliminates your what's next. And then you're in the woulda, coulda, shouldas. You're in the 2021s. You're in the 2020-22. You know, it just keeps going in snowballing effect. And what way to do it is here on the podcast. Not only are we out here empowering, inspiring you, but I also have some amazing sponsors that's going behind it. So tonight's show, we have two of them. So the first sponsor is um, At The Table. It is a nonprofit organization here in Columbus, Ohio. They are having an amazing virtual woman empowerment luncheon, which will be on October the 24th. So think, you don't even have to leave your desk. You don't even have to leave your house. You can wear your clothes. You can wear your pajamas, but watch an empowering, inspiring event. The event is all about celebrating women who has gone through or is going through cancer one way or another, and we celebrate them. So if you want more information, I'll drop it in the feed below. Um, there is, I, I would love for everybody to go out and watch the event. And yes, 
I do sit on the chair of the event. So what another way to go out and celebrate and support us. We love all the support. Okay, I think that's it for now. So without further ado, I would love for you all to sit back, get your pen and paper, because tonight is I am chatting with the amazing um, Babbitt, Bab Babia, Babia. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I got it. Got it. Um, where you guys will, you'll hear her story and you'll hear how she can help you as, as so many women need to hear it. So Babia, so tell everybody, first of all, tell them a little bit about yourself. Sure. Um, so I um, am a psychotherapist and a global coach. Um, I transitioned from corporate America. Um, I was in corporate America. I was an attorney. And then I was um, on Wall Street and a big four for several years. And I decided that that necessarily wasn't my passion. Um, and so I transitioned into building my practice. And so um, I have offices, you know, all over the country. And basically, I work um, with individuals. I work in the couple space. I work with a lot of professionals, a lot of executives, um, and a lot of it is around the relationship to self and the relationship to work, mm. and they bleed into each other. And I, I'm very excited. I love what I do, and so I bring my my corporate experience and I bring the passion for what I, I do currently in my practice, and it sort of merges together. Awesome. I so love it that you was in corporate. So we're going to go and hone in a little bit more on your corporate, your prior corporate life. So when you had left, when you even thought about leaving the corporate world, what were some of the steps or some of the things you started preparing yourself to move into your what's next life? Sure. What a great question. Um, because, you know, it's so funny for a lot of people, they think that suddenly there's like this magic pill and they, they feel like they suddenly have to go from one to the other. And it sort of deters them for actually, you know, sort of turning to their what's next. So, true. so in my journey, it was a journey. Um, I had been thinking about it. And I was thinking about, well, what are the things that actually make me happy in terms of what I'm doing, in terms of my work? What are the things that I really love? And what do I want to do to make a difference? I knew I wanted to do something else. And so I started to do some really deep reflection. Mm -hmm. I had the help of a therapist and a coach, and they really both helped me. And one day, uh, the therapist actually said, you'd make a great therapist. Have you thought about doing that? And then the coach and I were kind of going through all of the things that I feel passionate about and the things that, what are my goals around what I, how do I want to make meaning in life? Right. Right. And so I actually went back to school. Um, I did my clinical training, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I started to really build my business and become an entrepreneur, small business owner, practice uh, practice leader. Right. I think what it was that helped me to transition was realizing to go to your what next, I just took it one step at a time. And I allowed myself to lean into mentors and resources and really do the work, you know, face my fears essentially. Mm -hmm. 
I so agree with you. So with that being said, I too, or I work with a lot of women that are facing the fears. I call them the three F's, which is, which is fear, fault, and failure, which then they allow, it's just a slippery slope from there. And so one, one avenue, what we're going to later get to talk about more is how do we build that confidence and how do we face it? And so with that being said, when you have thought about even when you even started thinking about, okay, I'm leaving the corporate world. Do you even recall the memories or the feelings of how, of, of feelings of you leaving that comfort zone? Oh, yes. Very vividly. <laughs> um, I would say this first, you know, I kind of did a balancing act for a while. I didn't let it go. I was like going to school and I had the corporate, you know, you know, job. Yeah. But I remember feeling this, actually, I felt guilty. Mm. I felt guilt. I felt like I have reached this pinnacle of success. What am I doing? Right. And, um, I also felt shame. I think shame is a very powerful thing for women. I felt ashamed to think that I should, I could actually lead something that I'd already been educated in and had worked very hard in and actually change and change it. I felt like I was letting people down. Um, I felt I wasn't meeting expectations of other people that might've expected me to continue in this role that I had. Um, I felt anxious, mm. I felt anxious. There was a lot of anxiety around taking those steps. Um, I, you know, I remember like there were times that I couldn't sleep. I had, I had, I was thinking about it. I was figuring it out. I felt overwhelmed. Absolutely. So those are some of the things that I remember as some of my feelings and I'm sure as you and I, continue to talk about this. I'll be like, oh yeah, I felt that too. <laughs> so true. And you know, I totally get the, those feelings that you you have faced. I'm still in the corporate world. And those, so that feeling of the guilt, I so get it. Um, I do want to say this. I so totally connected with one of the articles that you talked about on on your um, Facebook page, which, which was shrinking yourself. Because I felt so guilty of me loving what I do. I totally love what I do. Um, so then I started adventuring out to other women in the in the corporate world. How do they feel about, or how did they feel about when they were leaving the corporate world? And a lot of them did say um, they they were shrinking themselves, but also too. They also, there was a lot though that talked about they didn't have that confidence. So when you talked about shrinking yourself in the, the lack of confidence, talk a little bit more about that. Sure. I think what ends up happening is when I think of shrinking yourself, I think of things like accommodating, feeling like you have to please others, um, not feeling like you're good enough, um, perhaps not even knowing what your own boundaries are, meaning what really makes you happy. Are you holding other individuals' feelings? Mm -hmm. All of those things do connect to confidence. When we end up thinking more about um, what others are feeling versus looking inward in terms of what are the things that are gonna make us happy, um, we end up not feeling as confident. It, they do go hand in hand. When we end up, feeling like we have to be stuck somewhere and just continue to like maybe even slave away in something that doesn't make us happy. We're not going to feel confident to move on. We're going to feel like we're stuck and we should be doing it. I think feeling confident um, really comes from looking at, okay, what 
can I do to really think about what I have to offer? Mm -hmm. um, why do I feel like I have to make myself smaller and fit into a space that really doesn't make me happy? Or why do I feel like I'm not good enough to step out of this box? And where does that come from? I think we can feel really confident if we realize where are those self-limiting beliefs coming from right. and really get to the heart of it so we can move past it. I so agree with you. So one of the, and I, I'm so glad that this is why we connect on so many levels. And that is something that actually I work with my clients on because I want them to feel good. So we have to start working on the inner work. So I do do some inner self-reflection work on it. Um, one of the things we do do is we do the mirror work. I want them to look at themselves, love themselves, own it, and move and grow from there. So with that being said, what is one tip that someone can take, one person could take away that they can start working on their confidence that you would recommend? I'd say a few things. Um, the first one is this. Who are you surrounding yourself with? Who's in your energy space? Mm. Are they individuals that lift you up? Do they encourage you? Do they highlight you know, some of the things that you're doing that are very positive? Um, the second part is look to even your past experiences. Go back and really remember and nourish yourself with the things that you've done well because they're all there, all of those experiences. And I would literally note them, like say, okay, when I had this experience, when I spoke up here, or when I presented here, or when I wrote this, or when, you know, I was at this gathering, I felt really great. Describe those and lean into what were those qualities. And I would say literally do some like written cognitive work around those spaces. Um, I would also say, Put yourself in situations that maybe help to bring out the confidence, especially if you're in a toxic work environment. Maybe go to spaces like women's organizations where you can be part of a group to showcase some of your strengths. Maybe volunteer organizations, again, things you feel passionate about. Those balance out some of the toxic areas in case that's what's taking place or if you're not feeling so great about yourself, it helps you to bring out that part of yourself to feel you know, confident and reconnect to that person. Um, and I would say last but not least, because there's so much here, right. so much here, is I would look and see who might be individuals that you feel inspired by, that you keep reading or looking at or yeah. finding them. And, and kind of say, well, what is it about them? And you know what? You're gonna find that there's some twinship They've been through a trauma. They've been through a hardship. They've, they've done a career transition. Right. They have struggled. And you know what? That can really build confidence. So true. I love those tips. So I hope you all have grabbed your pen and paper. I hope you can write down what she just told you about because those are some nuggets that you can really definitely um, take and you can start implementing today as you are watching this. So let me ask you this, as we talked about the confidence, there is so much going on, especially during the COVID. You know, COVID has changed changed the dynamics of our lives in so many ways, especially in the workforce. Um, we had talked about before we came on live where sadly enough, one of the teams that had taken my, my work away from my team, we have now gained that work back. And sadly enough, because of that team's 
um, has been dissolved. And so that goes hand in hand, which another article that you've written, I really connected with, was survivor's guilt. You know, so many, I talked to some of the ladies, um, not only myself that I know the team that they had dissolved, I asked some other other team members, how did they feel? And it left some really, it left some really, uh, it left an impact uh, an imprint into their day-to-day lives and wondering about, okay, is it me? Is this something's going to happen to me? Now, do I feel guilty because I have a job and they're not, they're not feeling they are, those are less, um, not less fortunate. And I come with that, with a twofold type of feeling. And um, I would love for us to expand more on it is because as those depart, as those individuals have been, um, re- has been let go from the organization, it could work to their benefit. And I want everybody to understand that, yes, you are left without a job, but also you're now given an opportunity, an opportunity to connect to yourself, an opportunity to know who you are and going knowing who you are now the ability to grow from there and go from there and going after the opportunity of your what's next is laying in front of you now i understand on the other side of it is it's i've lost a job i've lost a pay i'm out not knowing where i'm going so let's talk a little bit more about this survivor's guilt so you go from here such an impactful topic. And I have to tell you, this is, you know, very powerful right now with COVID, with there's been so much of um, furloughing that's taking place. Um, And what you've described, many clients have have described to me, and I think um, a few things that take place. First, in terms of just going back to what this the survivor's guilt feeling is, it's what you described. It really is that feeling of, can I even embrace and celebrate that I either still have my job or I'm actually doing well at my job while the person next to me or an entire department has been furloughed. And what do I do with that? And so a couple of things that I often, you know, dialogue um, on this about is this. The first part is you, um, you did not choose what happened to other people to happen, right? This is something that took place that was out of your control. So whatever happened for everyone else, we can have empathy, right? We can say, okay, I feel terrible about it. Mm -hmm. Um, But not to let that take away from the fact that there's a reason you are still at the company and to allow yourself to hold the space of having empathy, but still being able to embrace where you are and feeling like you could still lean into it because that's so important, right? Mm-hmm. You not only survived, but you've thrived. Um, when you take the empathy piece, a lot of individuals say, okay, Ruby, you know, I can hold both those spaces, but I still feel bad over here. Yeah, I, I still don't know what to do with that. And I'd say, well, take the empathy and you could still support your former colleague. You could find a way to say, look, I'm happy to be a reference. Mm-hmm. If you need help with your resume. If I can put you in touch with someone on LinkedIn, I'm happy to connect you with someone. You can utilize that guilt and take the empathic space and take action with it. So true. I love that. So again, now with someone saying, okay, what's one thing I can do right now to do this? What would you get? What would be one suggestion you can get, give them? As you had talked about helping the individual, but how do you help them? How do we, how do we help the ease for them? 
for the, the person who got furloughed, I would yeah. say, take the time to have a conversation with them, you know, maybe be the, the friend or former colleague that they need. Ask them even specifically, what can I help you with? Is there anything that you feel that I can do? At the same time, it's so important to not allow that guilt, that survivor's guilt to overtake you so that you shoulder, you know, what this former colleague has to do for themselves to move forward. I so love I think that's very important because that's where we have the codependency. That's where we know also, and we know as women taking on more than we should. Right. 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 So, so true. Right. So true. So, you know, be there for that person, take those simple actions for them. At the same time, what you can do for the remaining people, because they're people that are still there and maybe you need to lead them. Right. Maybe it's something you can do for anyone who's still there, including yourself, and take it as an opportunity to turn to your leadership or if you're part of leadership and say, okay, what can we do for our remaining folks that are probably experiencing survivor's guilt right now? Absolutely. Let's have an open door policy. Let's make sure that we check in on their mental health, right. et cetera, and check in on your own and say, okay, where do I channel the fact that I'm here? I clearly do great work. And how do I capitalize on that? Because there's a reason I'm here. Absolutely. I love it. So you guys, now we didn't drop some huge nuggets here that can help you go after your what's next in so many different forms or fashion. Um, we're going to take a break here. But before we take a break, how can anyone connect to you? Find you? So they can reach out to me on my website, openingthedoorpsychotherapy.com. Although I have a new website coming out um, called Vita Spinelli Embrace. Um, they can also follow me on Instagram or on Facebook and all of my contact information is, is on there. So I'm always open to an email, even a phone call. I say, pick up the phone, give me a call, you know, whatever it is, I'm, I, I'm always here to support. Absolutely. And though I'll let you all know that um, I will also be posting her information in the feed. Look, I can't think of her effort. I, you will see her information. Um, you will be able to find out her information. If you would like to even connect with me and talk to me on how I even gotten down to this road and gotten to this point, and you just want to start, just want to just chat with me for a little bit before you move on um, to talk in depth and in deeper um, with Babel, you can definitely drop me a link or you can connect with me on Facebook. You can connect with me on Instagram. I would love to chat with you. We would love to help you get to your what's next. It's all about teaming and what better, as she said earlier in the conversation, if you missed it, it's all about circling yourself with your tribe. And we're here to be part of your tribe to help you to get you where you want to get to. Mm -hmm. So we're at a point now. We'll stop here real quick and then we'll jump. I'll have you come back, but it'll be so fun. Um, but I wanted to go in here and today I want everybody to know it's again when Wednesday. What is your win for this week? I always talk about what set your weekly goals. Weekly goals, then you can weekly goals achieve. Yearly goals achieves the bigger goal. So we always take the bigger goal and we chunk them, break them down in small chunks and go in after the weekly goals. So what did you, what was your win for this week? If you even need help on setting that goal, may it be if you even want to talk about 
pimp. This is what I want to do. Drop it in the feed below. We will definitely connect. I want you to get uh, moving on your goals. I still, we still have time. 2020 is still here, regardless of the COVID, regardless of everything, it's still, you still have time to go after your what's next. So drop it in the feed before, below, and I definitely will be in connection with you. Not only is tonight's show sponsored by At The Table, it is also sponsored by Hunt in Hunt, excuse me, Hurt and Poet LLC. She's going to get me because it's my content mm -hmm. writer. I apologize. Um, my content writer is Elisa Hurt. She is an amazing content writer. If anyone is needing a content writer, a copywriter, she is the connection. She takes what you have inside and be, make it more soulful and connected to you. I will drop her link so you can check her out. She is an amazing content writer. So on this side of the show, we do something fun. We talk about um, our books that we read, the things that we love to do. It's something that we love for our followers to, to know about us that is fun. So we get to do it a little bit lighter. I think the lighten it up, though it was serious at the beginning, though it's a topic that I love and I know it empower everybody. But um, And then you also get to hear our, what our win is for the week. I can't wait to sh share with you what my win is. But you'll get to hear what, what Miss Babbitt has got her win is for the week. But let's go back. So are you reading any books? And if so, what is one book you're reading? You know, um, there's so many books on my bookshelf that I'm reading, but the one that um, I am actually rereading is I am rereading Brene Brown's Daring Greatly. Oh, I just read that. I just and, read that. You know, I read it a while ago and I just, I wanted to pick it, pick it up again, especially during this time of COVID. I think it's such a powerful, impactful book. Yes. And so I, that's, you know, kind of been on my bedside and I'm yeah. just, well, you know, there's something about reading something again, <laughs> exactly pick up on things that you didn't pick up before. So true. I'm definitely, and I will drop the um, link you guys. So you'll know, I always ask everybody about the book that they're reading so you can go out and read. And the re reason why I do that is I believe in once, especially become an entrepreneur, you need to empower your mind. You need to inspire your mind. You need to grow your mind. And one way to do it is reading. Now, let me say this on my behalf. I do not read the books. I listen. I do audible. It does the same effect, but it allows me to allow my mind to still work as I'm working. So I do do that. So I will definitely, I'm, uh, me too. Look, I have so many books in my, um, in my library at, at Audible. I know they're like, wow, this one here, <laughs> she, I have a lot of books, but I definitely will drop it in the feed everybody for it. So you'll know what book she is reading and you can connect with us while you're reading your book. What is something fun that you would love, that you love to do that you would love our audience to know about you? Actually, it's so funny that you say that because you were talking about Audible. Um, so I, <laughs> I was in my pool on one of those sitting, floating things, listening. <laughs> to <me. laughs> so fun. But what do I like to do for fun? I am taking golf lessons. <gasps> You're kidding me. I am. I have been wanting to do this. And me so here. You know, I always like, you know, can I do this? You know, I feel so awkward. But now I love it because you know what this is? It 
it's like so confidence building. Yeah. It really is. And watching people play and um, so I feel good about that. So I'm doing, you know, one daily, you know, act of courage at a time. I go out there and do my lesson mm-hmm. and I love it. Oh my goodness. I would love, that is actually one of my to-do items. I'm going to go out and I'm going to start learning how to play golf. I'm, I'm with you. I want to learn it. Um, and it's been something that's been on my list and I'm like, well, why not now? You know, yeah. um, I'm like you, I want to learn. I just admire golf golfers because I know it takes, takes concentration. It takes, it, it takes your mind on really focusing on that one that ball yes. it makes your mind think, okay, how am I going to get it to point B? And you have to think of different angles and different ways and different strategies. I love. Isn't it amazing? Yeah. It is such a mindset thing. And that's yeah. the other thing. That's the thing is it, it connects to just individuals personally, how when we yeah. shift our mindset, right? Just feel empowered. And oh with all. literally you have to shift your mindset and you have to think strategically and it's Mm. fun oh my goodness yeah because think you have to think about how am i gonna get this little ball way across there and get even close to the hole so i'm so with you i love thinking the strategies and ways of coming up with it so i can't wait to hear (laughs) because we have the projects going that we talked about i can't wait to hear how your venture is going on with the golfing as well yeah I can't wait. I look forward to hearing when you start and then you and I can talk about, you know, I know, right? (laughs) I can't (laughs) wait for that. But again, I so um, I want to thank you again for joining. But before we go on, so what was your win for this week? And I would love to hear it. What was my win? Oh, my. Okay. Well, One of the wins that I think is a win from a professional, and I think for me, you know, what I do is um, always wanting to think about ways I can make a difference is um, I have started writing my book. book. Thank you. Um, And so it's very exciting. And, um, you know, it's, 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 going to deal with, you know, relationships. Um, And so I think, you know, I'll start to say a little bit more as I, you know, as it comes along, but I think the win really feels like, you know, when you reach that moment, and this is why when we're talking about the what next, right? When you just have to reach that moment and you know that you're ready. Yes. Know that you're ready. And I I, I sat down and I was like, I'm ready. And it just started to come out. So started to write. So that I feel like that's the win. That is a huge, that is an amazing win. Because there's so many women out there that are like, I want to write. And they're just like, and that's where they're at. I want to write. But they don't know how to get to the next next step. And here is a prime example of a, a thought leader out here rocking it, doing her practice and now writing. So I congratulate you on that. Can't oh, wait to hear you. the book. Can't wait to hear where it's about. I can't wait. I just cannot wait. At I, all. I'm excited about it. And I'll probably have to start to do some research and invite people who want to participate okay. in the research. So maybe you and I could talk about that now. But, um, I'm being, um, I'm working with a particular publisher. So I'm just holding back right now. on. I understand. I can't wait to hear. I totally understand about that. Well, everybody, my win for this week is 
I was approached by a gentleman actually um, who is doing a project on fear. He wanted to know how do we here in the United States, how do we empower women or individuals on how to face their fear and still go after their what whatever their what's next. Um, and so we talked in depth on what does fear feel like and what does fear, how does fear play in our our, our roles in life may it be good, may it be bad, as well as where, where do, what do we do and where do we go for support? So that project, I was so honored for even to be asked to be part of the project, but then also to be asked to come and go speak um, next year in depth more about how I have in, incorporated fear into my pri practice for our clients, and then how do we move on to fear? And um, so I'm really excited about that. So that was a huge win for me, as many more is coming to follow, but that was an amazing, amazing, um, I'll say again, amazing project that I'm a part of. And actually a book is coming out with that project. So I will be in that book as well, which should be around March or April, we'll see, but I'm excited about that project. Oh, that is exciting. Yeah, I'm excited. Well, uh, I have to say our time has came and has gone. It went so fast. I I can have you come back and we could talk for days. I really felt that this was an amazing um, project, that a pro, amazing podcast project. Podcast. I don't know why I have project. <laughs> amazing podcast. Everything's a, pro a project, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Everything. Fun project. Exactly. Where I brought in another amazing um, thought leader who is powerful, impactful. I always ask, though, all my thought leaders, how can I serve you? Is there any way else I can serve you before I let you go? Um, more than you already have. Um, let's see. I, you know, I think keep doing what you are doing. I think impacting women, right, to sort of look to their vision, to feel empowered. Um, I think you're you're doing it, and I think you know just um, keep doing what you're doing. And I look forward to hearing all of these amazing, you know, the project on fear and all of these amazing other projects that you're on. Um, and that's how I think you can, you can serve me. <laughs> well, you know, if you think of any other way that I can serve you or work, you know, help you any other way, know this, I'm here for you as you are here for me. I believe in us as women need to go in and we need to empower each other and inspire each other, not tear each other down, but bring each other up. So I am here. Absolutely. And so on this last little bit of moments, what would you like to leave our listeners with? You know, I think I'd like to leave our listeners with this. Um, each small step is still mighty, small and mighty. And so wherever you are in your, in your life, in your work, etc., whatever challenges you're facing, Remember that each small step is something that's mighty and not to discount that. You know, we have one daily act of courage at a time. So um, not to feel that even if you've just taken one small step, not to feel like you should be doing more. Allow yourself to go at your own pace and you will get there. 
Absolutely. I love it. Well, everybody, I want you to know this is Miss Babbitt. My name is Pam Stone, and I am your host for What's Next Podcast for Women. As I close with every, every show, I want you all to know, be intentional. Go out and go after your life, no one's else's life, and live the life that you so choose to and desire to go after. Until next week, you know how we always do it, everybody. Wednesday, 8 p.m., come on out. And I always start with, and I always say, if no one has ever has not said this to you, you rock and you are amazing. Until next week. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, Bye. everybody. Good night. Come and join me at the table of the Stone Method. My name is Pamela Stone and I have a couple questions for you. Do you consistently find yourself deep in thought, wondering if life has more to offer? Are you ready for the next chapter of your life but need some guidance or support? Welcome to What's Next Podcast for Women, the innovative broadcast where we inspire women who needs a roadmap to navigate their path in and out of corporate and move into entrepreneurship or up the corporate ladder. This is for women who are ready to conquer their what ifs and I can'ts to step into their what's next. Again, my name is Pamela Stone and I'm ready to offer you one-on-one interviews, mini coaching sessions, or solo teachings with me. So grab your favorite evening beverage and snack, friends and family, pen and paper, and let's sit around the table and let's talk.